Hey friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God-honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Well, hi, everyone. This is Becky Kopitsky, and you are listening to the Inspired Business Podcast. Today, we're talking about building a business that's truly based on your priorities. And by priorities, I'm thinking of God and family, primarily, right? God and relationships. We have other general priorities or values in business too, right? Like integrity and servant leadership and generosity. Sometimes those two terms, priority and values, will get interchanged. But what we're talking about today is really the practical way that we live out our priorities of serving God with our businesses and serving God within our families and how those two things relate to one another. So integrating business and family. For me, that means building a business around my family. And I know many of you want to do that too. So integrating your family and your writing or coaching or content-related goals, it's important to you. It's important to me. And I'm not just talking to the women here, by the way. This applies to dads. It applies to men too. In my case, my husband and I both run our own businesses from home. So we get double the fun, (laughs) a lot of togetherness in my house. And I think the best way to explore this whole idea of making time for business and family, of integrating those two big priorities, is just to tell you how we've done it and why we've done it. And I think that you'll see some of yourself in my story. So I hope that this episode will encourage you and inspire you to consider the potential for your own entrepreneurial pursuits. So first, I'll back up a little bit to tell you that when my first daughter was born, which is over 15 years ago now, my husband and I made the decision at that time that I would be a stay-at-home mom. So I left my corporate job, and I just happened to be given the opportunity to stay on with my employer on a freelance basis, which was helpful at the time. And then that led to more freelance writing work until eventually I was really deeply involved in part-time entrepreneurship throughout my parenting career, really, starting first as a freelance writer and a freelance webmaster. And then eventually blogging came into the picture, which led to writing books and then coaching other writers and discovering sales funnels. And now here I am working somewhere between full-time and part-time as the owner of the Inspired Business. And I say somewhere in between because my goal is to make a full-time income in part-time hours. That is my objective. And I do that most of the time. But sometimes when I'm working on a big project, I will put in a lot of extra hours because that's just how it goes when you work for yourself and you have lots of ideas and you want to see them to fruition. But in general, my objective is to earn a full-time income in part-time hours. But anyway, where I'm going with this is up until a few years ago, I considered myself primarily a stay-at-home mom. I did have some freelance work. I did hire a babysitter a couple days or half days a week to join us in our home so that I could get that work done. But for for the most part, I thought of my primary day job as being a mom until my blog and my book writing hobby took the shape of an income producing business. 
By then, though, my girls were in school. My youngest was in preschool when I was writing my first book. And then by the time that book came out, she was in kindergarten. So both of my girls were in full-time school by the time I was a published author and started working really nine to three as a content creator. As my career, my writing career was growing, I put in hours between nine to three while the girls were in school. And by the way, this is not a mommy wars conversation. Please understand, all women work in whatever capacity God has called them to. Some do it more within the household than others, and we all love our children, and we're going to leave that there. Now, when my kids were small, my husband worked in an office on a university campus. But then six years ago, he left that job in order to focus on his own consulting business. So he works in recruiting and talent HR management. He does a lot of training and public speaking, as well as projects, search projects, job search contracts for companies who hire him to fill their key positions. So he's a super busy guy. And when he's working head down on a search, he'll have calls scheduled every hour at all hours of the day. And that's just the nature of his job. But the beauty of it is my husband determines when he hosts these calls. So if one of our girls has pep band, six o'clock. Well, he'll make sure that he finishes his last calls at 5.30. If he happened to travel through the weekend and we need to catch up on grocery shopping, we'll take a run to the store at eight o'clock on a Monday morning before we kick off our day. So, and my work operates really the same way. I plan my meetings around the needs of the family, orthodontist appointments, horse riding lessons, golf practice. My husband and I both choose certain hours of time to work. For me, I choose certain hours of time to write, to create course content. That's productivity time, I call it. And I schedule all of that according to when I'm not needed to be available for one of my children's needs. Now this year, as a family, we ventured into something entirely new for us, homeschooling. Our younger daughter is in seventh grade. And for a whole variety of reasons, we clearly sensed that God was calling us to homeschool this year and probably next year too, so seventh and eighth grade. And this was not a decision that we made lightly. I know there are a lot of homeschool parents out there who dedicate all of their time and to their lesson plans and their instruction. And if we had made the choice to homeschool in the earlier elementary school years, I do not think I would have been able to run a full-time business. I don't think it would have been advisable for me to run a full-time business because there's there's a big difference. You know this in hands-on involvement between homeschooling a kindergartner, for example, and teaching her to read versus homeschooling a self-directed seventh grader who doesn't need a lot of help. So just let me be clear that I'm not suggesting homeschooling is easy. It is not a casual add-on to the entrepreneurial life. I have way too much respect for homeschooling to suggest that. Homeschool fits us well this year, largely because our daughter is able to execute her lessons mostly independently. And she just needs someone to map out her curriculum and to oversee her work, and we can be available for that. So here's the thing. If my husband and I had been tied to an employer's schedule, we probably would not have had the option to homeschool. The reason that we are able to homeschool our daughter is because we have intentionally created a work situation, a career situation, a lifestyle that allows us the flexibility to homeschool. Both my husband and I are home during the day. We make our own schedules. We can carve out an hour for math lessons or logic lessons in the middle of the day. We can participate in the daytime co-op. We can plan our meetings and our Zoom calls around our daughter's school needs because Homeschooling 
is a priority for us. And so is business. So we've built a lifestyle that allows both homeschooling and business to coexist and to thrive. So that's our story. But now I want to talk about your story. What is your priority activity? What do you want to fit into your lifestyle? No, maybe it's not homeschool, but I'm guessing you have a need or a desire or a reason to create flexibility in your life. Maybe you want flexibility to care for an aging parent or to be home with your kids, whether that's during the day with little ones or after school with older kids. Maybe one of your top priorities is to pursue a volunteer calling that requires a lot of daytime hours and you need to be able to work for income in the fringe hours. I recently heard of an entrepreneur who volunteers in search and rescue and wants the ability to leave on a moment's notice and has built a schedule around that possibility. I know another entrepreneur who moved his whole family to a tropical island just for fun and because the taxes on this island were cheap. (laughs) Who has the flexibility to do that? An entrepreneur, an online entrepreneur who's not tied to a brick and mortar store. So when you pursue your passion as a business and not just a hobby, you are able to build a life you love. You're able to fund a life that you love. Now, I'm not talking about lives of the rich and famous here. I'm not in that camp that says success is defined by how many vacation homes we own. That is not at all my point. Seriously, I shop at Aldi, okay? I'm a super frugal hometown Wisconsin girl. But I am saying that a life you love is one that has the ability and the flexibility to live out your priorities. And for my husband and me, our priorities include our family. For for you, I'm guessing your priorities definitely include your family. And these can be lived out in different ways, right? Whether we work from home or work away from home, we all can prioritize our families. But I am speaking to the person who has a heart for entrepreneurship. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that's you. In our family, we want to be available for the sports meets, the marching band parades, the casual opportunities to get to know our kids' friends when they pop over after school. We want to choose whether or not we can spend an hour volunteering for the high school band on a Thursday morning, for example. And we want to homeschool. Those are our priorities. These priorities are a reflection of our values, just like your priorities are a reflection of your values. And so I want to stop and consider, is the way your life is built, does that enable you to prioritize the things that matter most to you? We can make those choices. In my case, my husband and I can apply our time to our values because we built businesses that are based on our priorities, rather than working in a situation where our job requirements conflict with our priority of being present for each other and for our kids. And if you want that, you can build that too. But you do have to want it. You have to want it enough to deal with challenges because entrepreneurship has its share of challenges just like every job does. But I also understand that not everybody wants that. Not everybody wants to run their own ship. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And I get it. I know firsthand that there are trade-offs. My husband, for example, is not guaranteed a paycheck every other week. He works on a per-project, per-contract basis. We never know where the next one is coming from. And that's a scary way to live for some people. I have plenty of friends who think our way of life is crazy. Maybe, Maybe you're like them and your values involve financial predictability, in which case running your own business might not be the right choice for you. 
But again, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you're more like me than like the people who think entrepreneurs are crazy. For my husband and me, the flexibility is worth it. It's worth the risks. It's worth the uncertainty. Because remember, even though there's not a guaranteed floor of income in entrepreneurship, there's no ceiling either. And that's exciting. That's motivating for me. It's also, by the way, the whole point of my signature program, Profitable Digital Products Method. It's all about learning how to create that floor of recurring income from your content. And I'm super passionate about showing Christian content creators how to stop giving away everything for free and start building a healthy business from their work, from your work, so it can remain sustainable and so that you can serve your audience well, while also making a profit that provides for your family. So check that out. I'll provide a link to more details on that program in the show notes. Here's the thing. If you want the entrepreneurial kind of life, if you want that, if you want to create content and serve people with it in a way that earns money, that blesses your family and frees up your schedule, I just want to encourage you to pursue it. Talk to God about it. Take steps toward building a business from your passion work so that you can create the kind of flexibility that empowers you to be available for what matters most to you in your life. You can check out my free masterclass on how creating and selling digital products using the content you've already created can help you build that income base that allows you to ditch your day job and find freedom as an entrepreneur. I've got a link to that in the show notes below too. Just stick with me here on the Inspired Business Podcast. This is the kind of thing that we talk about. I'm going to show up week after week to encourage you, to equip you with solid advice and best practices for growing a content-based business, primarily an online business. And we're going to do it in a way that honors God and honors our faith and family values. Together, I want to help you build a life that you love, one where work and family operate in synergy with one another, all for the glory of God. Thanks for listening, friends. God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning into the Inspired Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if it spoke to your heart in some way, would you take a screenshot of it and post it to your socials or email it to a friend? The best way that we can help more Christian voices reach the world with their content is by working together to share God-honoring tips and advice, which is what I aim to do here on this podcast. So thank you for spreading the word and for walking alongside me on this Inspired Business journey. God bless you and your household. I'll see you next time.